Let's give God the glory. Amen. We've got something to shout about tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're saved. <laughs> Woo. Hallelujah. We've been bought with a price. Oh, yes. Oh, we've been washed by his precious blood. Oh, hallelujah. Would you sing that again, sister? Oh, would you sing it again? He is worthy. He is worthy. that endure forever. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your grace. Oh, mighty Jesus, mighty Jesus, mighty Jesus, mighty Jesus. God is so good. Look around to somebody and say, God is so good. He is. He is so good tonight. Oh, and I got a sense of my spirit that you're going to Sense his goodness even more and more before this service is over tonight. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. You may be seated if you can. Amen. It's an honor tonight to preach to the Wednesday night crowd. Hallelujah. All right. I love the Wednesday night crowd. And a lot of times I, I don't get into everywhere else and we're uh, interim pastors, so we're uh, preaching on Sunday mornings and sometimes on Sunday nights, or we're getting in a little bit too late, but it's always good to be here at the Palace of Praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you have your phone, Bible, wherever it may be, let us turn to the book of Psalms tonight. I want to share with you something that God really put on my heart a few weeks ago, and, uh, and I thought, for Wednesday night, and the Lord said, yeah, that's what I want. And so what he wants is what he gets and is what you get also. But I, I want to speak on the subject, and I just feel like there's, I, I guess when you hear me preach, it, it seems like uh, I say something that, well, there's someone here, or I feel like this is directed. And I, I know in general, I know the word of God can bless you. And I know someone in some way has been affected by the subject that I'm going to preach about tonight, but I do feel, amen, I, God just puts it in my spirit that there's someone, 
amen, that needs to hear this tonight and needs to hear what God wants to do in your life. But I want to speak on the subject on what to do when you just got beat. Amen. Now, you're, you're not going to hear a lot of that on television. Amen. You're going to hear more of the uh, real positive stuff, you know. And, and uh, you know, I went to school with one young man that uh, in Bible college that, boy, he was extremist in confession and total pot. And I believe in a positive confession. I believe in claiming things by faith. And, and I said, hey, you're sick today. We need to pray. And he said, no, I'm not sick. <laughs> you know, and I said, yeah, you're sick. I said, I see the snot running down off your cheek. You are sick. No, I'm not sick. I said, all right. Well, he got worse. <laughs> and several days later, he said, man, I, uh, he, he said, have you been praying for me? I said, no, you told me you wouldn't sick. <laughs> Amen. He was also the one uh, that got married, and, and I know most of us are adults, and and uh, he said, well, you know, my wife and I, I just met the right one. I mean, we've got this great faith. And I said, well, I'm so glad you do, man. I, I want to know people that has great faith. Yeah. And, uh, and so uh, uh, he said, uh, my wife and I, we're so close to God. We're believing God so greatly. We're not even going to take uh, uh, birth control. We're believing God. And man, I draw my... I, my chin just began to drop. And I said, you're doing what? And I said, that's crazy. And he said, well, I, I suspected you would say something like that. I said, well, all right. Amen. Well, about nine months later, I was so glad to give him a boy's gift, little boy's gift, you know. Amen. You know, there are some things that just don't work. And there are sometimes it does work. And, uh, you know, things happen. Amen. It happens. Uh, you know, it rains on the just and sometimes on the unjust too. Uh, but let's look at in Psalms chapter 143 and verse 1 what it says. Here's the Psalm of David. He says, Hear my prayer, O Lord. Give ear to my supplications. Give ear to my supplications. He says here, In your faithfulness answer me, and in your righteousness. Do not enter into judgment with your servant, for in your sight no one living is righteous. For the enemy has persecuted my soul. <laughs> now, this is David now. The enemy has persecuted my soul. He has crushed my life to the ground. This is a guy who's faced Goliath. Yeah. Amen. And sometimes we want to think, well, you know, he, he never really faced a whole lot. You know, he's the giant killer. He's the Philistine killer. Man, he's killed thousands of them. He's never had a time where he has felt like he's been beat. Now, I, I, I'm not talking about losing the war. I'm not talking about losing the war. I'm talking about sometimes you feel like you've been beat in a battle, but you have not lost the war, but you feel like, man, I just didn't get it. And so, uh, so anyhow, anyhow, the Bible says here, it says, for the enemy has persecuted my soul, it says, he has crushed my life to the ground. He has made me dwell in darkness. Like those that have, uh, 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 it says, that long been dead. Therefore, my spirit is overwhelmed within me. My heart within me is distressed. I remember the days of old, though. I love this. He remembers the days of old. Amen. How, how quick it is that sometimes uh, the enemy tries to get us to forget God. 
He tries to get us to forget the victories that the Lord has done in our life, the great triumphs that we have had. All we know is what we are presently experiencing or feeling at that time, and, and sometimes it is just blown so far apart. Well, there's no doubt about it. David is having a real tough time. He feels like he has been beat. Amen. And I'm going to beat that thing too. Amen. And, and, so, and so David feels like he has been beat, but I'm so glad that he remembered the Lord. I'm so glad he remembered the days of old. Because somewhat of that which was in the days of old that he had, I believe that he was going to bring within the present and he was going to overcome whatever it was that had a hold of him at that time. Amen. I want to tell you that there are times in all of our lives when we will be outsmarted. As smart as we are, there are times we will be outsmarted. Now, I know I, I'm, I'm talking kind of negative, but it's really a positive thing. Amen. We have not won every battle within our lives. We have not outsmarted every one of the enemy even in our lives. There are times I've been outsmarted. There are times that I have been taken advantage of. Have you? And, and there are times that, uh, amen, well, we've just kind of been beaten sometimes. But it's how we respond. How we respond in any situation is a critical point in our lives. I always told the churches that I've pastored in the past, whatever that you go through, regardless of how negative or how gory or how supernaturally demonic, amen, that has come against you, how you respond to any situation, how you respond to anybody's threat, how you respond to any negative thing within your life is one of the most important things that you can do. And as I read the Bible, I see that there are some that have been beaten by different means. Amen. Some have been beaten by the spirit of fear. You think about Elijah. Amen. The great man of God. He calls down fire, licks up a sacrifice, helps kill 850 of Jezebel's prophets. And, and then the spirit of God gets on him and he outruns chariots uh, of Ahab and, and those stallions of his. He beats him. Amen. The spirit of God is all on him until, amen, he hears something that has come from Jezebel. Amen. Ahab tells Jezebel, guess what happened? A whole bunch of your prophets are dead. Amen. Well, who killed them? Amen. Was that prophet? Amen. That we're talking about. And so she sent a messenger saying, so let the gods do to me and more also if I do not make your life as the life of one of them by tomorrow this time. And boy, I tell you, there's nothing like a woman scorned. <laughs> Amen. And what did he do? He ran for his life. Ran for his life. Amen. Well, we're not going to put him down too much because he ran while he was exhausted. He ran when he really needed to be revived. He ran when he really needed to be restored. I mean, it takes something when you are experiencing the anointing of God's Spirit. It, 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 it's tremendous what revelation and what you can get and the joy that you can get over a, a, a miracle that has happened such as several that has happened to him but my goodness you you need a time to reflect you need a time to rest but look what fear caused him to do amen he ran expending his life amen and, and instead of going somewhere to rest what does fear do fear makes him run amen I feel like 
in the service tonight, there's somebody that has, amen, got into an area somewhere where you feel like you have got beat and the spirit of fear is trying to grip your heart. The spirit of fear is trying to grip your soul. The spirit of, uh, the, the spirit of fear is trying to get you to go to a place where it is not God's will. Amen. You are running. You're being exhausted in your spirit, in your heart. Amen. And in your physical body. And if you're not careful, you can make more. Amen. Uh, uh, you can make more mistakes than you ever thought. So he expended his life. And another thing he did, he left his servant. He isolated himself from those who that could help him. And that's what spirit of fear does. It blinds our minds a lot of times to what we really need to be doing. He isolated himself. I, I, there's no doubt about it that that servant would have probably spoke up and said, uh, prophet, amen, I'm your servant, but did you know this? Did you know that? I believe in some way he would have tried to minister. But you know, the devil will always try to isolate his people. Amen, God's people. And, and so we find out that, amen, uh, God finally feeds him and, and, and he has drink, he has food, he has rest, he, he still runs, he still hides. Amen, he has these ideas, amen, that are in his mind that are really false. He thinks he's the only one. <laughs> amen, sometimes when you're beat, you feel like you're the only one that you have been, uh, that's been beaten. You're the only one that has gone through the extensiveness of, uh, of this journey, amen, into this pit or into this trial, into this sickness, into the whatever, but there's always somebody that is going through something worse than what you have in whatever situation that you're going through. And, and, and so God asks him what he's doing and he tells him, I'm the only one. And he reflects to him, no, you're not the only one. And so he has a change of mind, has a change of heart. But I'm so glad that God, amen, put him right back into the ministry. There's some people that are beaten by, and I mentioned it, isolating oneself. Amen, he arose and he ran for his life and he left his servant behind. Amen, I, I, while pastoring, it just baffled me sometimes when I hear people, amen, the next week say, I would have came to church, but I had this great problem. Amen, I, I had this great trial that came, and I was so depressed, amen, I just, just did not go to church. And that's the time to go to church. It's the time to get with God's people. It's the time to get with the people of wisdom. It's the time to get with the people of strength. It's not the time to stay home because you'll begin to think things that are just not true. You will begin to make excuses where there shouldn't be excuses. And so, amen, sometimes we just need to press in. Amen, there are some that are beaten by a person's presence or a stature. Amen, in 1 Samuel chapter 17 and 16, it says, and the Philistine drew near and presented himself for 40 days, morning and evening. Amen, all the time he was talking down. All the time he was making fun of them. Amen, all the time, amen, that person, amen. And, and what happened? They followed their leader. Saul and all of them were scared to death in a cave until there was a young man that had showed up, amen, that kind of put them on the spot. And so sometimes we're beaten by Sometimes a, per, a person's personality, uh, 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 the stature of somebody, we're almost scared. So many people are scared to witness to people that are sometimes so ugly looking or so 
barbaric or, or maybe they look a lot different than they or have different convictions than they and, and, and they're just really scared to death of that situation. That's what fear will do. Amen, there are some that are beaten because of the lack of wisdom. I know I have. Amen, he that lack wisdom, let him ask of God. And there are times I should have asked more. Amen, Solomon wasn't really beat by not having wisdom, but by, but by not applying wisdom and by not applying the truth that that wisdom really brought to him. He, 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 was, he beat his own self, really, because God's word is God's word. And, and God's word, will, he, he will, the spirit of God will not go against God's word. It will not try to trick you. It will not try to change the situation like that. Amen. And, and so there are other areas, amen, beaten maybe by a tragic failure. Maybe there's something you did that was wrong. Maybe there was a wrong choice that you had made. Maybe there's somebody way in the past that you married that really you shouldn't have married. And I tell you, I'm only here by the grace of God, Brother Miller. Amen. It was my mother and my pastor, even though I was dating a wonderful Pentecostal girl that really loved the Lord. She was talented. She could sing. She could play the piano. It was just what a young little evangelist would really like, but she knew that it wasn't the will of God. And, and when she kept on talking to me about it, it seemed like she was forcing me, amen, more and more into the situation. She went to the pastor. Pastor, what can I do? I pleaded with this boy. I tried to talk to this boy. But the more I do, it seems like the more that he loves this girl, the more he's willing to give up. He's going to come short. She's just, it, it, it's, it's somewhere, amen, it looks good right now, but it's not going to look good down the road. And they fasted, they prayed, they sought the face of God. And about three different times, amen, the date that we had set to get married was broken. And I thank God for his grace. I thank God for a mom. Amen. And so, I don't know. I can't brag a whole lot about somebody. If it wasn't for my mom, and maybe somebody didn't have that mom. Maybe somebody didn't have that dad that was going to church. Maybe they didn't have that church that really believed the Lord with all their heart to do great and mighty things. Maybe you're here tonight. I really felt this, Brother Miller, within my spirit. Amen. We know of someone called Moses there. Amen. That, that had a tragic failure. And he had so much pressure. And I'm not trying to give him excuse, but he had a whole lot of pressure on him. He is trying to judge all this people. You know all the things that he was going through leading these people out. And instead of speaking to the rock, he strikes the rock. Not just once, but he strikes it twice. Amen. And later, the Lord, amen, told him. In fact, it almost seems kind of hard, amen, for the Lord to do this. But the Bible tells us in Deuteronomy chapter 34 and verse 4, And the Lord said to him, This is the land which I swore to give. And Abraham and all of those in the past. And he showed him the land. That, that's kind of, I would almost wouldn't want to see it. Amen. And then God said, you're not going to go there. Right. Amen. Maybe you have messed up into an area. Maybe you have changed some of your destiny. But I'm here to tell you, you have not changed all of your destiny. There are times my decisions change somewhat of my destiny in my life. Yeah. Amen. There are some things that took away my blessings, but not all blessings. There were some things that I did, 
and choices that I made that caused me not to have as deep of a pastoral ministry as I could have. Amen. There were places that God would have led me and and I made some tragic choices and I thank God for his blood and I thank God for his grace, but the sermon is not over yet. But I thank God, amen, that he does forgive. I thank God that he just doesn't give up on you totally, amen, when there is such a tragic. So how do we beat the enemy that is trying to beat you by counteracting what it was that you have been beaten with? Amen, once beaten by the spirit of fear, Amen. All of a sudden, the Apostle Paul notices that in the life of young Timothy, that's a young preacher, and he's got people that is prophesying things that they should not prophesy, things that are going against the word. He has got elders that are trying to overrule him, trying to make him feel real little and everything. And so the apostle Paul comes in and he knows, amen, the spirit of fear is trying to dilute his mind, his heart, his spirit, his ministry, trying to, and and that is gonna harm his anointing. So what does he say? He says, therefore, I remind you to stir up the gift of God that is in you through the laying of my hand for God has not given us the spirit of fear but what has he given us the spirit of his power and that power is dunamis power I'm going to tell you folks if fear has come against you you have got to come against fear with the mighty power of God it is more powerful and then he says this amen he says here I remind you to stir up the gift of God Amen, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power. And then he says, of love. Love is a powerful thing. Amen, and of a sound mind. Amen, and then he says about love in 1 Corinthians 13 and 7. Amen, love is so strong, it's so powerful, we forget about it. We think about the Holy Ghost alone when the love of God is so strong. The love of God says that it bears all things, it believes all things, it hopes all things, it endures all things. That is how powerful love is. And so how can we beat it? we got to run to God's power. We have got to run to God's love. Amen, that's how we can beat it. Amen. Once beaten by isolation. Amen. We need to gather ourselves to those that are strong, to those that are faithful, to those that are wise in these last days. Like I said, isolation will try to keep you from these and it will keep you from the victory that God really wants you to have in the, in the future. Amen. Strong. 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 10. It says, Now these were the heads of the mighty men whom David had, who strengthened themselves with him in his kingdom. He got around people that were strong. And if you have been beaten, amen, if you have been drained, uh, drained of your strength, amen, and you feel like you have been isolated and all, amen, get around somebody that has that strength and the might of God. Amen. What about faithfulness? Amen. Amen. That is a strength in itself. Jonathan and his armor bearer. Amen. All of a sudden, amen, his armor bearer said to him, do all that is in your heart and go then and I am with you according to your heart. And two of them went and fought one of the greatest battles that there ever was. But it got with somebody that was faithful. Let me tell you, when you stand before God, God is going to bless you for all your faithfulness and nothing else. Stay faithful to the Lord. Maybe you faltered. Maybe you have wavered. Maybe you got isolated for a while. Maybe you did something that is wrong. Amen. But the end of your story is not yet. And then wise. 
Amen. Proverbs 13 and 10, by pride comes nothing but strife, but with the well-advised is wisdom. Get around people with wisdom. Get around people with, you, you know, it, it, it's something that at times when I felt like I got beat in an area, I ended up with somebody that was unwise. I ended up with, some, with three guys like Job's friends, you know, that was always, you know, condemning, was trying to tell me about something that I did that I really didn't do or I chose something that I didn't really chose. But, amen, we need to get back in there. Once beaten by a person's presence and stature, remember who you are in Christ. And, and, and you know, there have been times, well, how do you feel when you have done something wrong? you feel a bit condemned, don't you? Amen. And whether you're in uh, a personal ministry where you're just a witness for God on the job, whether you're involved in ministry in this church, regardless of what the situation is really within your life, I want you to know that God's grace is sufficient for you. Amen. That God can raise you up again. He can raise you up again. Amen. But sometimes we go to that which is unwise. We do things that is unwise because we hear things. We hear those things in our head. There's nobody that's going to love you again. There's nobody that's going to give you a chance again. There's, there, there's no way that person is going to be saved again. You missed it. You missed it. You missed it. Amen. Once beaten by a person's presence and stature, remember who you are in Christ. Amen. Galatians 2 and 20. I love this scripture. As Paul says, I have been crucified with Christ. Amen. It is no longer I who live, but Christ that lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh. Oh, boy. Amen. I live in the flesh. Oh, there are a few times I have been beaten. Amen. Or have been beat, but not totally beaten. Amen. And there are times that you're going to go through those situations in your life. Amen, but you got to remember who Christ is and you got to remember who you are in Christ. Amen, that even if you have sinned, you have an advocate with the Father and he's just to forgive you of your sins. Amen, once beaten by a lack of wisdom in James 1 and 5, he who lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. Amen, the Bible says he gives to all, to all liberally and without reproach. Well, he can't give it to me because I've made a mistake. I, he can't give it to me because I feel like I, I've been beat in this area and I, I just don't feel qualified anymore. I, I, I just feel a little bit scarred. I, I don't feel like getting behind the podium. I, I, and there's a lot of times I don't feel it either. But by his grace and his mercy, his grace and his mercy, he speaks wisdom. His word speaks wisdom. Amen. Once beaten with a spirit of disobedience. Amen. Once beat with a spirit of disobedience like Moses. Amen. And after, though I know he repented, think about it, he is still called a hero of faith. Amen. He murdered somebody. Oh, man, he messed up, questioned God a whole lot. But right there, and that's one of our examples. He's still called a hero of faith. And this is the grace of God, and I love this. It's found in Luke chapter 9 and verse 31. In the physical, Moses did not make it to the promised land. But you know, because of his faithfulness, because of his heart of repentance, 
Amen, because he understood what God was doing and, and how God had to show the people that it doesn't matter how low you are in the totem pole or how high you are. Amen, judgment is mine, saith the Lord. Amen, and even though he forgives, there are times when God has to do certain things to make an example to show. And, and these people were hard-nosed people. I mean, they were stiff-necked people and, and, or else maybe God would have let him run on through. But what I love about it, Amen. There on a certain mountain, Jesus went up with his disciples. And in Luke 9 and 31, it says that he was there at the Mount Transfiguration. And it says, and they were there and spoke of his decease, which he was about to accomplish there at Jerusalem. The prophet of God and also another prophet, Moses, that goofed up. Amen, was there with Jesus explaining to him. Now, these are some of the things you're going to go through. These are the things you're going to have to do to overcome. Think about it. He wasn't there to lead everybody across River Jordan into the promised land. But he was there before the Lord Jesus Christ himself. Amen, to encourage him. In the time when he felt the sinfulness of all of man to come upon his life, to come upon him and all the grief, the sorrow, the pain, he was there to help the Lord. I'm here to tell someone here tonight that your story is still being written. Yes, it, is. it has not been written off. It is still being written. Amen. And the only way that failure can get the last word in your life, in my life, in anybody's life, is that if we choose to let it. We serve a God that is able to take our defeats and missteps and still uses to bring glory to his name. Whether you've been walking with him faithfully or if you had a few stumbles along the way, amen. He's encouraging you to help build his kingdom. That's the word for somebody today. Maybe you feel like the Lord told me to do something and I didn't do it. Amen. And I, I don't know if he'll ever use me anymore. Or maybe you might have sinned. You have stumbled. You goofed up. Amen. It's all over with. No, it's not all over with. It's all over with when you quit. Amen. Would you stand with me please tonight? This is what I really feel in my heart. Where does the devil fight us the most? Where does the devil remind us of the things the most? A lot of times, it's our stumbles. It's our failures. It's where we have missed it here or there. But all of us, every minister, have missed it in some way. Every worker in this church has missed it in some way. I have missed it. And I'll tell you what, I'm not here tonight to tell you all of what I have missed, but it's by his grace and his mercy and through his blood that I'm able to be behind here and be behind this pulpit tonight. And I thank the Lord Jesus Christ that not only did he give me one chance, but he gave me two and he gave me three and he gave me four. And I'm not just talking about a stumble. I'm not just talking about a sin, 
but there is somebody here tonight that said, you know what, I tried this and I tried it again and I tried it again. I tried to do the Lord's will, but I felt like I kind of failed. I kind of felt like I backed up. I, I felt like I bombed out and God's telling you, come on forward, come on forward. Amen, get in there and let God deal with your heart and deal with your spirit and learn from your experiences and get in and be what God still wants you to be. Your story is not written off, it has not ended. It is still being written and you can have the greatest final stay if you just have the faith and believe God. Yeah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, let's come around the altars tonight. <laughs>